Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to yet another episode of the Nameless Book Podcast. I am your host, Duduetso, and thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for bringing a friend if you did. Um, yeah, thank you for your continuous support of this podcast. Um, please remember to share, follow, like, and review if you're listening through Apple Podcasts. So without any further ado, let's get right into this episode. So the book I am going to be reviewing today is Girl, Woman, Other by Bernadine Evervisto. Now, (laughs) if over the past month, if you follow me on social media, namely on Twitter, and if you follow the Nameless Book podcast page on Instagram, you know that I was living for this book, okay? I was, I think this is the first book that I really enjoyed and loved that I gave such a commentary to on social media. Um, yeah, I just feel like Bernadine Evaristo deserves all her flowers. She deserves it all for this book. She honestly deserves it all for this book this is a book that first of all there's not going to be any spoilers in this episode because i want people to go out and read this book whether you listen to the audiobook you buy the ebook you buy the physical book this is a book that i believe every single person needs to read you guys need to go out and get this book so that you understand literally why i'm just so in love with it now (laughs) part of the commentary like when i first started it i was like so she gives she has absolutely no regard for like uh, you know everything that you were taught about grammar punctuation starting a sentence with um like capital she has no she completely disregards that all those grammar rules and in the beginning when i started this book i was like so <laughs> so i bet if dean ever is just like what is a period what is a full stop what is a comma what is, yo she she was literally like she gave zero fucks and when you start the book it's it takes some adjusting to but as you're because the actual story and I am realizing now that she was, I don't know if it, she, I don't know if, I'm, I want to say she did it deliberately to get you to focus on the actual story. Because when you read, like, the very first story, because Girl, Woman, Other, I don't want to say it's a collection of short stories, but it is a book that is made up of stories of about 12 women. Um, and the stories are interconnected not directly or in not directly but the stories are interconnected so just from the very first story she she grabs you in that you have you also like you would say what is going on with the punctuation what 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 the grammar but the you get over i got over it really quickly because i was still reading the very first story anna's story and the story pulled me in that I was like I don't even care and it just flows and it's one of those books where if you're reading let's say a certain person's story like Yaz's story um 
you're reading Yaz's story, you do not want to put it down. You do not want to put it down until you're completely done with Yaz. And I think I read this book in a week or two weeks. And I really did. I didn't want it to finish. I really, like... Bernadine Avivisto did something very, very amazing. Very... She did something very amusing with this book where these stories of these black British women with various backgrounds ranging from, you know, Caribbeans, people who are Caribbean descent or, you know, either first generation, second generation, African descent, first or second generation British black women um and telling these stories even those who are you know those who can't necessarily tell the story of their lineage and yet she doesn't she doesn't say you oh, she yeah the lineage of of people and she some people she doesn't even focus on that and she just tells their story because black women's stories are varied and need to be told and that's what I appreciated about this is the diversity of the stories of the characters of even as you read this oh my gosh one of the main reasons I loved this book is when you write I I haven't read a lot of short stories but Bernadine Evavisto wrote in a way that she embodied each and every single character. Imagine doing that for 12 different characters. You can feel the change in the narrative and as you're reading, you you don't, it's, the next story is nothing. The writing, the telling of the story is nothing similar to the story before it or any other story. And that I loved that so much. I think I was halfway through this book and I was like, why did they make her share the Booker Prize with Margaret Antwort? Why? Because purely this book has this book has the range, okay? First of all, this book has the range, it has the writing, it has the story, it has the diversity, it has the inclusivity, it has it all that I don't understand why the sequel to The Handmaid's Tale would have to share with this amazing black woman who wrote such a, an amazing and necessary book. Listen, I might sound repetitive, but it's because of how great this book is. Now, the characters, like from the stories being very, very distinct and unique and how she embodies every character in the story was Honestly, you have to give her props for that and celebrate her for that because I don't think many writers can do that. And to me, I remember I discussed this with someone on Twitter. I was like, it feels like there's different people writing each of these stories and there isn't and it's just her and she's embodying every single character to a T and I was just like, oh my gosh, 
I talked about the diversity and how this book is so inclusive of characters and even the range and the storylines. She talks about like nothing is taboo in this story. Every single story that she basically embodies the the lives of black women as diverse as they are. Everything from having LGBTQ queer characters, from discussing different types of relationships, monogamy, polyamory, she has that. She has um, how black people fighting or black women fighting for diversity in the different fields of work that they include. She has young black women in this book going, moving through life, trying to find their spaces and trying to figure out who they are. And, you know, one of the characters, Yaz, is raised by a queer mother who, um, both her parents are queer. Um, and, you know, her mom put her into these um, feminist classes from a very young age and just watching her development and her relationship with her mother is very 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 um, it's interesting and I I loved it for Yaz and I liked it that she had a character who has given who has given so much um, so many tools to help her to help build her and help her stand up for herself that then the parents were like when she started standing up towards them they were like maybe this wasn't such a good idea but you can understand how it helps them move through life and even in school and it was I think even though she navigates through that but as she interacts with another character in the book later you realize that she is still such a child and like you have to be teachable you have to be teachable throughout life and I that's the one thing I appreciated she talks about um overachieving she talks about um dealing with trauma dealing with with things such as rape she talks about um you know people from very poor backgrounds and the different and how we slip through the cracks and how people sometimes aren't quite noticeable that they are slipping through the cracks she talks about that um you know people who grow up together one person heads in this direction and another in that direction um she talks about colorism and whitewashing and literally when i say this book has the range it really does it's one of those books that for me made me um then say if Bernadine Evervisto can create such a full-bodied piece of work that is inclusive of all aspects of life and the various stories or depicts the various stories or of black women and everything that they go through 
and is able to give every single person a voice in this book. What then am I doing with the space that I have to then say, I am giving access to those that do not have it and making and diversifying the materials that I consume and making them more inclusive of those previously or currently marginalized by society. And I was reading it and I thought this book and I was like, she's really hitting the mark on the diversity and the stories and dealing with like, again, queer persons, young, young, young women navigating their world, their way through this world people who grew up in less fortunate um, areas in, and everything that comes with that and having to rise from above. People who, you know, some of us who want to forego our blackness when we start elevating in society. People, especially people who live in multiracial societies in likeness or whiteness because that's how you see yourself or want to see yourself to be or will see yourself succeed if you liken yourself to whiteness and she shows the danger in that and how like it affects people around you particularly people who raised you um she deals with infidelity she deals with people feeling like they're not enough in their careers black women deal with that a lot and I was like, oh my gosh, this is such a diverse text. Wow, 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 wow. And as you're reading it, you understand the title of the book as it comes together. Which I, at the end of this book, I felt like this title was amazing. And I get to Megan slash Morgan's story. And I was like, first of all, Megan slash Morgan's story is painful and yet very, very beautifully written. And that is where the other came in. And I was like, okay. So when I first said Megan Morgan, I was like, okay, this is for sure a trans story. Um, and it wasn't, it really wasn't. And it was just like, mm, you thought, you thought, and it wasn't. And she wrote this non-binary character so beautifully. And as the book comes to an end and you see how Morgan was able to find their place in in this little part of the world and how they have a voice and how it basically just came together for them and they got into such a loving relationship and they had a character that was very supportive of them and helped them go and helped them find their place in the world. And I thought it was such an amazing, amazing, amazing story. And like I was saying, it then posed the question for me, what am I doing in this space? That is the Nameless Book Podcast to say, to to make it basically accessible and diverse and inclusive of 
of those again those who have been deemed as other in the society and this question has been running through my mind I think since about last month last month was um pride month and a friend of mine Tapomoyo runs um the Kosiradina org and she was having a conversation with Tsofazo and they talked about what is known as optical allyship um where you know when it's women's month it's pride month you know everyone wants to say hey um wants to prove themselves to be an ally online and they said listen you guys only do this it's very performative you're only doing this for this month what happens for the other 11 months of the year what are you doing in your space to then say to give access or to make it inclusive for lgbtqi persons what are you doing to make your space accessible and inclusive for queer persons because people don't have the space and last month network was running she was talking to queer people in business and finding out how queer people navigate um through the business and for example in this country last year same-sex relations were decriminalized yeah it was last year and we know that the stigma and the discrimination and the hate towards queer persons and queer bodies in this country is very very high um a few weeks ago if not two weeks ago one very popular person said that someone insulted them and they insulted them back this is a very public a very queer person who said someone in public insulted them this person started it they finished it and this person is the one who took them to police and said that they insulted them and so you see that type of violence towards queer bodies in society and so for me in this little space that I hold where I share books that I read and a few years ago I undertook the conscious unlearning and the conscious unlearning and relearning of and um and relearning to diversify my bookshelf which saw me reading a lot more books by black women by black african women um more african books more books by people of color across the globe be it from asia be it from the caribbean now with the realization that i have is yes i might be going out to read more books more more books by black women more books by uh people of color from across the globe but my reading is not necessarily inclusive of queer persons and so 
or even of, of books written by queer people, books about queer people or books with queer um, characters. And so in, in recognizing also the privilege that I have to be able to navigate the space in the bookish world as an African woman, as a Motswana woman in Southern Africa, it is then, I, I feel like it is necessary for me to take the step towards reading more inclusive books, starting with books by and about more queer persons in Africa and reading more books about black queerness and um, books written by queer women of color and making this space safe and accessible for queer persons who want to discuss books with me who need who 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 just making the space more accessible for them and I'll be I'll be discovering ways in which I can do that because I believe that we always have to be teachable hey we really have to be teachable in everything that we do and um I believe that it is necessary to learn and relearn as the world evolves um, it's teaching and, you know, teaching, learning and, and learning and relearning. And so for me, that is the pledge that I will be taking to be reading more books that are very inclusive um, and more diverse for, about, for and about written by queer persons. Um, so if you have any books to suggest to me that I can start with, um, besides this one, (laughs) besides this one, um, kindly do so. I'm very much welcome to recommendations, but again, like I was saying, girl, woman, other is 100% that bitch. So you need to read this book get this book read it i like as soon as i finished this book i recommended it to my book club for next year because most of the books that we're reading this year have been selected i read this book um using my digital library card because i just really wanted to get into it so i read it as an ebook um by the time the two weeks the 14 days that i had borrowed it from the library had elapsed i was done I was done. Um, so yes, please read this book by any means necessary. This is the one book that I believe everyone needs to read. Um, I am definitely going to give this book a definite 10 out of 10. A definite 10 out of 10 because she did that. She absolutely did that. This is such an amazing book that I believe everybody needs to read so once again thank you so much for tuning in don't forget to share this with your friends and those people that ain't really your friends 
um please 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 um yeah please follow on twitter at dudumetse on instagram the nameless book pod and please share any recommendations for books for and by and about written by queer persons to me um twitter instagram any platform you feel comfortable with if you are listening through apple podcasts i urge you please to to leave a review and yes um i will be exploring like i said more ways to make the space inclusive and accessible for many people so if you have any ideas that could help me please do share thank you thank you so much for listening and i will catch you next time